Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. In our previous episode, we were in the book of Micah. The book of Micah, the seventh chapter, the seventh verse. Micah is uh, one of the minor prophets. And remember, minor does not refer to the sense of importance. It just means it's a shorter book. Uh, the shorter prophets were called minor prophets. The longer books, Isaiah, Ezekiel, Jeremiah, things like that, are called major prophets because they're longer. Okay? So the minors are shorter, majors are longer. Micah 7, 7. Remember what it says. But as for me... I will watch expectantly for the Lord. I will wait for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. I'll tell you what. I think this is a verse that's worth remembering, okay? Uh, a lot of times we'll say it's a verse worth memorizing, et cetera, et cetera. That's true. But sometimes I think that puts uh, pressure upon us in a particular academic kind of way, you know? It's just good to remember what it says and just repeat it over and over. That's the reason I share these things repeatedly sometimes. Just think about this again. He's saying, as for me, and we're about to see what that as for me is related to that, but but remember what he says. I will watch. What is he watching for? He's watching for the Lord. How is he watching? He's watching expectantly. He's watching with expectation, anticipation. Now, quite often we uh, uh, sort of receive that type of line, that kind of statement in relationship to the Lord returning again. Okay, and there's truth involved with that, no doubt. The scripture teaches that. But here the idea is he's waiting for the Lord to do something, and he's watching for what the Lord is doing, and he's expecting the Lord to do something. And then he says, I will wait for the God of my salvation. He's just declaring that God is my salvation. I'm waiting for him. Well, why is he waiting on him? The next line of the verse says, my God will hear me. He knows that God hears him. He's been praying. He's been lifting things up to the Lord. So he says, now I'm waiting on him. Now, I want to back up to the first verse of this chapter and just read what the context is in these six verses. Verse 1 of Micah 7 says this, Woe is me. For I am like the fruit pickers, like the grape gatherers. There is not a cluster of grapes to eat or a first ripe fig, which I crave. So we get an immediate understanding of the context right here. He's craving a fig. He's wanting something to eat, but there's no clusters of grapes. There's no figs. Number two, the godly person has perished from the land. And there is no upright person among men. All of them lie in wait for bloodshed. Each of them hunts the other with a net. Boy, it's bad days, right? And we're going to see two or three, four verses related to this. And you cannot help but think, boy, this looks like our times today. What is he saying? The godly person has perished from the land. And that, uh, that word for godly right there uh, carries the idea 
of, uh, of a pious person, a faithful person, of a loyal person, of a holy person. He said they perished off the land. And when you look upon things that are happening today, it is rare to find the loyal, godly person. And then he says this, there's no upright person among men. All of them lie. And they lie in wait. Isn't English great language? You can lie in wait or you can lie. <laughs> same, same sound of a word, same word, but totally different uh, understanding, definition, meaning. They're lying in wait for bloodshed. Each of them hunts the other with a net. So you see the intensity of what's going on. There's no godly person upon the land. There's no upright person at all. They're trying to entrap each other with nets. They lie in wait for bloodshed. They're literally wanting to bring physical harm and death to one another. So obviously, this is an intense time. And people will say, well, that's not exactly like our days. Oh, yeah? Yeah? You don't think so? Just pay attention. Okay? Now, you're not going to find things like this on a major news media. I don't care what major news media you look at. But it is amazing the number of people who die, the number of people who find out a particular thing within the scientific realm and start promoting something within the scientific realm. And all of a sudden, the scientists that believe this and have discovered these various things, they die. And there, there will be rashes of two or three or four of them over a period of weeks that die. You know, how does that happen? Because people are waiting, lying in wait for them for bloodshed. What am I talking about? I'm not going to get into detail. <laughs> but there's several things out there where you'll find that kind of thing happening. Uh, even politically. We have political leaders in our country. When you look at their lives and there's a long line of dead people behind them, I mean, by the dozens and dozens, they lie in wait for bloodshed. Same thing. Verse 3. Concerning evil, both hands do it well. So he's saying that these men, these ungodly people, the unrighteous, the unupright that are lying in wait for bloodshed, that are seeking each other with a net, trying to entrap each other, that in relationship to evil, both hands do it well. Most of us uh, do things with one hand more than the other. You're right-handed or you're left-handed. There are a few that are ambidextrous that can do things equally well with both hands, but that's a rare person. Here, he says, as far as, the, as, far as these guys, they do evil with both hands well. So they're not even limited by being right-handed or left-handed in their evil doing. It's just showing us the intensity of the evil they do. Now listen to this. Verse 3, Micah 7. The prince asked, also the judge for a bribe. And a great man speaks the desire of his soul. So they weave it together. So what's being said here? Let me read it again. The prince asked, also the judge, for a bribe, and a great man speaks the desire of his soul, so they weave it together. It's speaking of the evil and what's going on. You have a prince, you have a judge, you have a great man. The prince will ask for a bribe to make something happen. So will the judge, or a bribe will be presented. 
we have this, uh, this is prevalent within our society, within the states, okay? Prevalent, prevalent. Sometimes people get it, into it somewhat accidentally, but not exactly. And I know it's hard. And I think the numbers are nearly unfathomable for us. But someone will be approached, and uh, usually a sovereign entity will say, you know what, uh, we, we want to contribute to your support right here. We want to do some things right here. And we're going to give you, which in times past might have been a million dollars. Nowadays, it's just a billion because zeros are cheap, folks. Zeros are cheap. And they say, we, we just want to, uh, we're going to give you this money right here. And all we want is, we would just like for you to introduce us to some of your friends, to some of your family members. Just, just introduce us. Well, they do it. And guess what? They're caught in a trap. <laughs> Remember that Elvis song? They're caught in a trap. They've been caught by the net of the evil. Okay, And so the prince does this. The judge does this. They take the bribe. And then a great man speaks the desire of his soul. You know, the one that's in leadership, boy, it'd be really nice if, if we could do something about this. And then nothing's ever said about it. But then a few days, a few weeks, a few months, that's taken care of. Because he's just expressing the desire of his soul, but the people around him expedite it. And the way it's described here is great. My time is up. We'll talk about it more next time. It says that they weave it together. It's just not like three strands of evil being done, but it's evil being woven together, which speaks to the strength of it. Well, like I said, my time's up. I'm Dale. We'll continue this in the next episode. I'll see you then.